Hello. And welcome to Before Our Friends Die on the Aki and Saltfish Digital Network. You're joined by me, Kavan. And I've got a very, very special guest here with me today. AK, how's it going? Basically, we're here today to celebrate our health and well-being extravaganza. This is for the GEM staff network at the University of Northampton. And AK, you're a professional footballer, right? And I think you've got a really interesting perspective on what it is to be an elite sports person and to maintain your health and well-being. So first of all, what position do you play? I play right back. Okay. And what sort of stuff do you need to be a right back? Is it power? Is it strength? Is it speed? It's more like just endurance. Like okay. Like game, like just getting up and down and stuff. And a bit of power and speed as well helps, yeah. Nice. And what's, what's a day in the life like then for you? How, you know, first thing you wake up, when? Probably wake up at like 8.30. Nice. 8.30, you just get up, have a little bit for breakfast and then just make your way in. Uh, meet the boys. Then activation before training. What's that look like? It's just like uh, in front of mats and stuff, we'll be doing stretches, like activating certain muscles before we like, begin training. And then um, we'll head over, start a warm up, and then yeah, training. And yeah, after that, it's just lunch and head home. If you didn't do the activation, what would be the outcome for you? No, it's just um, it decreases the possibility of getting injured and stuff. So obviously, like, it's better to like, activate your muscles as much as possible before you're doing exercise and stuff. So. Yeah, it's just make one of those things, injury prevention. Would you say that's specific for um, an elite sports person or would you recommend someone like myself doing activation yeah, as well? Anyone that's just doing activity and stuff, it's just like, it's obviously better to warm your muscles up before, before you like jump straight into any sort of like, like exercise, whether you're going at the gym or yeah. doing jogging or anything. So yeah, that sort of stuff. Do you enjoy it? Because I'm not going to lie, like I, I'm meant to be stretching, yeah, after, after and before a workout, but... I find it very boring, so I tend to skip it. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's like it's one of those where you just it's best just better to do it. I know it's not yeah. the most enjoyable thing, but like it's just like you you only notice it when if you do get injured, that's when you'll notice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have like coaches then that sort of bring you through these activations, or are you doing it self-directed? Uh, no, we have coaches who just nice. uh, like SEC coaches that are like. Walkers for exercises, it's like different parts of our body, like calf, hamstring, whatever. Yeah. Like trying to activate everything, really, yeah. How important is a coach for you? Um, no, it just helps, obviously, like, if you're doing, like, the right form and stuff, like, really, like, like you'll be doing an exercise and they can just do little adjustments to just make sure you're doing it properly and, like, just, yeah, just activating it properly, really. Nice. So, when we were going through the day in your life, you mentioned breakfast and you mentioned lunch. What do those meals look like for you? For me, I'm quite simple, like, obviously, I just, cereal is good for me or something like that, like, maybe some toast, I'm not really that, I don't really like to eat too much before, like, I do exercise, because I'd rather, like, play, like, not feeling too full. So okay. Thing, but everyone's different. So yeah. And stuff, but, yeah, lunch, obviously, is just different every day, provided by um, the club and stuff, so, yeah, we know what it, we know what's coming, but we don't, uh, it's different each day, sort of thing. What was the lunch today? Uh, today it was spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, spaghetti bolognese. Out of ten? Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it's right. It's like a seven. <laughs> solid seven. Solid seven. I could take that. I could take that. Um, what's it look like in off season for you? You know, are you still training? Uh, yeah, obviously the first few weeks are normally just like sort of chilled out, like doing like maybe a little bit of jogging and stuff, like nothing too strenuous. Obviously, you need a break after a long season and stuff, so. And then, um, like, let's say the, the other four weeks, you start building yourself up again, like, doing a bit of, like, like sort of endurance running and 
ball work and strength work and just picking it back up again and it's sort of quite active. You don't really get like a proper like time where you're doing nothing sort of thing. Do you think that's valuable then like, to, to to stay on it? Yeah. Oh, it's different for each, like every player and stuff. Like some some players would rather just like chill out and do nothing and then like hit hit the ground running and yeah, yeah. just like go for it and stuff. But me, I just I'd rather just keep doing stuff like and keep active because when I stop. I feel like it's quite hard to get back up again for me. Personally. Yeah. How, how old are you? I'm 22. Okay, so I've got a brother who's uh, 29 and uh, he's a semi-pro footballer, right? And he would have been a pro if it wasn't for the knee injury. You know the whole story, <laughs> right? Um, but basically, when he's on off-season, um, he now says he needs to train during the off-season because previously he could, you know, take some time off, live his life, whatever, whatever, and come back to it. But now he's getting older. He's not got that, got that in the tank anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're doing that at 22, you're doing the right thing, man. Yeah. Keeping, your body, keeping your body in shape year-round. Love it, love it. Okay, so when I just I just used the toilet in the, in the changing room there, and you know one thing I noticed there was a hydration chart right yeah. in front of me. It said how hydrated are you, and it had like different different scales. It made me think, how important is hydration for you as an elite athlete? Now, for me as a regular person in society, hydration is important. But you know, if one day I'm number ten, I'm not really too bothered. I'll just fix it the next day. But for you, what sort of impact does it have on your your life and your career? Uh, sort of one of those things where you're just doing it without even noticing. Like mm. all the time, you've always just got water bottle there, just just sipping throughout the day and stuff. Like you'll notice it more like if you don't know it sort of thing. Cause, but because I think most of us do, like just always have a water bottle like with us, just always sipping throughout the day. Like yeah, especially on game days as well. Like it's obviously important to drink throughout the day, even when you're not in, like, even when you're not at the club yet, or, like getting ready for a game, even when you're at home and stuff. But, yeah, yeah, it's important. Yeah. Nice. Um, a couple last things from me. So nutrition. I I heard I don't know how true this is, but I heard before a match. Your footballers have a lot of carbs yeah. to get energy for the game, particularly, I suppose, for yourself with endurance. Yeah. Carbs is, is king there. But then, when it comes to after the match, it's just pure roast chicken, protein, beef. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty accurate. Obviously, you need the carbs for that for that 90 minutes you're going to play. So, obviously, yeah. a lot of energy is going to be used. So, obviously, having that, that store of energy from the carbs helps like quite a lot and stuff. And then, obviously, after the game, yeah, yeah, basically just protein heavy after the game. Nice. One final thing from me. So we've spoken a lot about how, it, you know, the sort of work that you do, the sort of effort you put in. But how important for you is recovery and what sort of things do you do for recovery? And obviously, like, with, with quite a busy schedule, recovery is just, like, really important, especially in our league and stuff. We'll, um, like, we'll have a recovery day to ourselves where we can just do what we want, like, stretches, um, like, going to the jacuzzi or whatever, like, just like flowing out the muscles and then when we come in we'll have like a active recovery so obviously we'll be working with the SEC coach we'll be going we'll be in the gym just doing sort of like, like injury prevention stuff again and then obviously just stretches and stuff like that just to just keep us like yeah. getting ready for the next game really Have you ever tried um, cryotherapy? Uh, I haven't personally but obviously I've seen it been used at like clubs I've been out and stuff and I think they, everyone said it's like really beneficial yeah. and stuff it's hard work, man. For three yeah. minutes, it's, it's, yeah. hard, it's tough work, but it's definitely definitely a, a mental game. What about ice baths? You ever tried any of those? Yeah, yeah, done that. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Nice. Obviously, uh, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough, it's tough, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but, not, yeah. it's not wrong. I uh, appreciate your time, man. So thank you. If you enjoyed that uh, and you enjoyed me speaking to AK, make sure you check out the Health and Wellbeing Extravaganza at the University of Northampton on the 28th of October, Friday, in the Learning Hub. We're going to have loads of different organisations there talking to you about maintaining your health and wellbeing. And one final question from me, AK, is 
What advice would you give to anyone who's trying to improve their health and well-being? What is the one thing you'd say for them to do? I think obviously the hardest bit is just to get started really. Yeah. Just like once you start and then just the consistency of stuff like end up you don't have to do loads, just do a little bit every day. It's like it's way better. You don't have to just kill yourself every day in the gym or read your diet and stuff. It's a little bit little changes will benefit quite a lot, yeah. Love that. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. So what does health and well being mean to you, Ali? Um it's part of my life, my everyday life. So, because obviously I'm an athlete, so I have to focus and concentrate on it every day. Mm. Yeah. So, take us through that everyday period then. So, what happens when you wake up? What's the first thing on your mind? What, what's the first thing you're doing? First thing I do when I wake up, I probably plan my day, um, look at like my schedule because of obviously the training schedule, mm. and then um, have my breakfast, make my way into training, and go from there, really. I'll tell you what, actually, I've just thought, as I asked you that question, how important is sleep to all of this health and well-being stuff that you focus on? It's super important because if you don't sleep right, then you're already like putting yourself behind. You're, mm, not, mm, mm. you're behind schedule, kind of. If you don't sleep, then you've not set yourself right for the day that's coming ahead. So it's very important. And what sort of time frames are we looking at for sleep? Because I, I read the other day online that it's saying five hours is, is the tipping point for, for, for health, basically. Any less than five hours, you're really putting your health in jeopardy. But for an elite athlete, how much sleep are you looking for every night? We get recommended at least bare minimum eight hours. Wow. Yeah. Bare minimum. Yeah, eight hours sleep. Listen, that's why I'm not a footballer, let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and do you achieve that most days? Yeah, I try to. I try my best to, but... Circumstances change all the time. Yeah, man, life happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Life happens. What sort of things are you looking at then to prepare you for a good night's sleep? Is it, you know, is it an hour before do you turn your phone off? Are you having chamomile tea? Are you, what sort of things are you doing to ensure you get those eight hours at least? Uh, for me personally, I kind of struggle to sleep sometimes. So I'll put something on Netflix or something. That or I a podcast perhaps. Or a podcast, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, but something that I know I can fall asleep to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I start having to concentrate on TV, my eyes doze and I'm good. Love that. So you heard it here first, right? If you're struggling with your sleep, what do you recommend on Netflix? What sort of things are you watching at the moment? Um, the Watcher. Watch The Watcher? The Watcher. On Netflix, yeah. and it will send you right to sleep. So I appreciate that recommendation there. All right, let's go to breakfast. What sort of things are you having in the morning? Um, porridge, a bit of fruit. I like bananas, to be honest. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, porridge, fruit, toast. Um, I have a green tea as well. Yeah, get the metabolism yeah. flowing. Yeah, I like green tea. I like green tea with a bit of honey. Yeah, but yeah. I support that. I support that. Um, little life hack here for you as well. If you ever go Wagamama's, yeah, um, you know you can get unlimited green tea. I didn't know that. Listen, don't yeah. we share things on the Atkins Office Digital Network? We make sure people know what we're getting. I didn't know for, that. So. I didn't know that. But next time, yeah, order like literally me and my tables. We order like twelve. Yeah, it'd be three of us, four of us. We order twelve. We have as many green teas as we can handle, and um, it's all free. So now you know. Now I know you like green tea. You yeah, don't man. say we don't hook you up. You know what I mean? Yeah, cost of living is. Good. Yeah, also, he's I not lying. Mind the free drinks. Yeah, <laughs> he's not lying. He's not lying. All right. So training. I'm really interested in what training looks like. What what position do you play? Left back. Left back. Okay. So is that endurance as well? Yeah, but I'm a bit of a speedster. Yeah. Well. Okay. So speed and endurance. Yeah. What sort of training do you do now? I'm looking around this training room. Obviously, we're at the bikes right now. Yeah. Uh, do you work on the bikes at all? Yeah, the bites. We use the bites mainly for just to activate the legs, get the legs going before training. Yeah, is yeah. that every day? Uh, yeah, every. It's part of what you might do. You know what I mean? Wow. So yeah, we use the bites for let's say ten minutes just to activate the muscles. Or injured players also sometimes use the bites as part of their actual training routine because maybe they're not able to 
use a certain specific muscle, yeah. muscle to group, so they have to use the bikes to get a proper photo out. Yeah, nice. I love yeah. that. And then the rest of the sort of equipment we're looking around right now, you can't see it on camera, of course, but there is, you know, a bench press over there, a ski erg, aka the devil. <laughs> um, I'm seeing yeah. some pull-up bars there. What's you know what's what's your daily routine look like, really? Um, we don't do gym every day, as in like proper work. Okay. But um, let's say uh, I don't know. We do activation. Yeah. We activate the muscles first, then um, like an upper session would be. Some pull-ups, some push-ups maybe, bench press, and um, some core work as well. Nice. Yeah. So when we spoke to AK earlier, he mentioned how important a coach was for his training. Yeah. Um, and I'm intrigued to ask you, Ali, what's the self-discipline? What sort of self-discipline do you have to engage with to be an elite sports person? Um, I think that's probably the most important thing because if you're not in it, if you can't control yourself, if you can't, motivate yourself to do what you need to do and to get what you need out of it then you're not going to improve yeah yeah and, and what does that look like does that you, did you write yourself notes are you keeping a journal have you got an accountability partner i noticed you and ak have quite a, a good relationship so is it is it a matter of you two pushing each other and saying come on like yeah i think how does that look yeah i think competition is definitely key like to improve as an athlete because it's a it's a competition yeah whether it's healthy whether you're up against someone an opponent on a saturday competition is needed and it helps you to like improve because like for example today in the gym mm. um everyone was seeing how many push-ups they could do in a row what was the highest number so the highest number was 50 Oy, highest go number on. was 50 but you know if without that competition no one does the push-ups people are hitting 35 about competition yeah yeah that extra 15 was just pure i want to win exactly so yeah, yeah i love that love that go on shout out the cobblers um, and if you think you can beat the cobblers in a push-up competition, email akiandsaltfish at gmail.com and we can put you in touch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so last thing from me. Um, if you was to give someone who isn't an elite athlete some yeah. advice on how to maintain their health and well-being, what sort of things would you tell them? Um, first things first, I'd say kind of find out what works for you because everyone has different bodies. Everyone's, you know, their body reacts to things differently. So yeah. find out what works for you and stick to it because got to stick to what you know and from there you can kind of branch out and you know try different things love that appreciate your time thank you yeah. so much that has been before our friends die on the Aki and saltfish digital network you've been joined by me kavan and ali what's your social media by the way uh, uh ali koiki follow him we'll put the details down below in the description as well uh ak sorry i realized i didn't ask you your social media come on come in the shot come in the shot come in the shot <laughs> tell the people your social media man let them know Wicked. We'll put that down below in the description as well. Thanks for joining us, both Akin and AK. Really, really appreciate it. Don't forget, on the 28th of October at the University of Northampton, on the ground floor in the Learning Hub, we've got a health and well-being extravaganza run by the GEM Network to make sure you can maintain your health and well-being. See you there. <laughs>